0: The Holy Gospel according to St. Matthew, the 10th chapter. Glory to you, O Lord. He that receiveth you receiveth me, and he that receiveth me receiveth him that sent me. He that receiveth a prophet in the name of a prophet shall receive a prophet's reward, and he that receiveth a righteous man in the name of a righteous man shall receive a righteous man's reward. And whosoever shall drink shall give to drink unto one of these little ones a cup of cold water, only in the name of a disciple, verily I say unto you, he shall in no wise lose his reward. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, O Christ. Grace and peace to you from God our Father, and from our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. Amen. There is a saying which is helpful and, uh well, helping us to remember to be thankful for all the things that people have done for us. Maybe you've heard it. If you eat today, thank a farmer. You can add things to that as well. If the food is on your table, thank a trucker. If you're eating in peace, thank a soldier. And given that it's July 4th weekend, I might add, and if you're eating in a free country, thank the founders. Indeed, without the farmer's efforts and capital and knowledge, I probably would have starved to death by now. And without the trucker's efforts and capital and knowledge, the food probably would have rotted away at the farm and never even made it to market. And without the soldier's skill and bravery... Who knows what violence might have consumed my life by now? Now, there are even more people to thank if we really wanted to. Managers, wholesalers, grocers, forklift operators, engineers that design supply chains and robotics that make all of this quite easy, and on and on. The point is that for your ham sandwich to find its way into your stomach there were a lot of people who had to do a lot of things for you. Now, why all of those people worked together so effortlessly without anyone forcing them to, compiling vast amounts of data, telling them when and where and with whom to provide these products, well, that's a miracle that we call the free market. Basically, everyone gets a little bit of money every step along the way, or out of service to their country or their neighbor, or some combination of the two, voila! Food ends up on my dining room table, and I can eat in peace. But what about when people do things for you, and it's of no benefit to them at all? Not even the personal satisfaction of sacrifice, What about when someone does something for you that without their help would have left you baffled or maybe even in danger? Maybe someone defends you against a dangerous criminal or someone mows your yard when you are too sick to do it or someone houses you if a flood has destroyed your home. Well, that is what we call grace. Grace is commonly or simply defined as unmerited or undeserved favor. Grace cannot be demanded or commanded. It must be freely given by someone external to you. It is not a wage due as the result of labor. It is not a favor paid back as a result for a previous favor. It is a gift, pure and simple. And we see it on full display in the story of Abraham and his beloved son, Isaac. In this story from Genesis, Abraham is tasked with what might strike us as the most grisly command in all of history. He is told he must sacrifice his son as a burnt offering, no less. And this is, of course, the son that he had been promised for many years, that he had waited for for many decades. This is the son who is the first of the many nations. That's why, that's what Abraham's name means. That's why it was changed from Abram to Abraham. He is to be the father of many nations. His name has changed, and Isaac is the beginning of this covenant. Of course, Isaac is so young and innocent. Right, And we know the heartbreak of the story as Isaac's just happily going along with dad on this little journey. And he's he's carrying the wood of his own burning. And now he would have to be sacrificed to God. Even though Abraham, in forging this relationship with God, had hoped that this God would be different from all those other dark deities that required child sacrifice. Abraham, though, was given a job and he could not get out of it. He had promised to do what God commanded. He could not break that vow. Now, it is possible, some have speculated, that Abraham trusted that God could and would resurrect Isaac from the dead. And so that is how he had the strength to go forward with the sacrifice. But that certainly isn't in the text. God never makes that promise. So Abraham, with what can only be described as the heaviest of hearts, the most broken spirit, carries on with this lonely task, this journey with Isaac, up the mountain, and he ties Isaac down for this sad ritual. Now we might question the sanity of Abraham, or we might question the character of Abraham. Certainly from here, it looks pretty bad. And we all know that if any of us were to do or even think of such a dreadful thing, we would rightly be persecuted and perhaps face the death penalty. And indeed, there have been people who were so ill of mind that they did carry out with a, the sacrifice of their children, thinking they had some uh, mission as Abraham did, and uh, they are in jail somewhere. Today. You see, the difference is that none of us have spoken directly with God in the way that Abraham did. So you cannot, and, and, and we must not compare this situation with Abraham, Abraham to anything uh, you know, modern or current. If, as the author says, author of Hebrews says, it is a fearful thing to fall into the hands of the living God, well, how fearful must it have been to be in such direct communication with God as Abraham was? So I'm not going to question whether Abraham uh, should or should not have carried on with the sacrifice of his own son Isaac, as horrific as that task was. The living God, with whom Abraham had many direct encounters, uh, told Abraham to offer a sacrifice, and Abraham did. But, of course, we know how the story ends. God himself did indeed provide the sacrifice, as Abraham said he would. It was a ram caught in a thicket of thorns. Yes, this is a parallel to the uh, crucifixion of Christ, who had a crown of thorns on his head, who was the only son and who is sacrificed. The angel declared that this ram would be an acceptable substitute for Isaac. And so this awful scene is transformed from one of absolute horror into one of unspeakable relief and joy. God provides for Abraham what he felt he must provide. God does for Abraham what he could not do himself. Or he could have done it, but it would have been at tremendous cost, the death of his own son. God bore the cost. God provided the sacrifice. What would you say would be an appropriate payment or the appropriate price for your sins? What would be a sacrifice that you could pay to honor God to, to make things right with this holy God. A God who is not tempted to sin. Hard to imagine such a being, isn't it? A God who doesn't say nasty things about people. A God who is not profane, who never lies, who is a creator, a giver, not a destroyer. Such a holy God. What would the payment have to be for our own sins, if we're honest. To even try to calculate such a payment is really quite silly, but that hasn't stopped a lot of people from trying. Uh, Indeed, that's literally what purgatory is all about. A certain number of years for a certain number of sins, maybe you can buy your way out early, but that's how you get out of purgatory. But how long would the sentence be exactly? Uh, In a scene from The Sopranos, a show I watched in the past but wouldn't recommend today, but there is a a good, a funny scene where a character in a very thick New Jersey accent, of course, Polly Walnuts, well, he provides at least one solution. Uh, He's talking to his nephew who almost, who had a near-death experience and thought he saw visions of hell. And he said, no, you didn't see hell, you saw purgatory purgatory is just a little stop you know along the way to heaven and he said you add up all your mortal sins and you multiply that number by 50 and then you add up all your venial sins and you multiply that number by 25 and then you add that together and that's your sentence he says he figures he's got to do about 6,000 years uh, before he can get into heaven but hey in eternity time 6,000 years like the blink of an eye Well, that seems like as accurate a way to calculate the matter as any other if we're going to acknowledge purgatory, but fortunately for you as a Lutheran, you don't have to acknowledge purgatory. We've done away with it. For Paul says it right here in our text from Romans, which is a lovely coincidence because this is the text I was going to quote anyway, and here it is, our reading from Romans. It's the very last sentence. In our reading from Romans 6 today. For the wages of sin is death, but the free gift of God is eternal life in Christ Jesus our Lord. So, yes, if you want to pay for your sins, if you take on that burden for yourself, there's only one payment that is acceptable one currency acceptable to this holy God, and that is your life. The wages of sin is death, and you, my friend, have sinned. The only possible payment is your life, not some animal sacrifice, not some financial sacrifice, not volunteering a few extra hours around the church property, although I wouldn't say no, Not pious praying to God before you go to sleep at night. No, the only payment is your life. Unless God provides a substitute. Which, of course, is what the cross and the resurrection is all about. The substitution for your death has, in fact, been offered. It was offered by God in the person of his Son, Jesus Christ. And because Jesus himself was holy, having never sinned, having been born of the Virgin Mary, the sacrifice was accepted on your behalf. That is grace. That is God doing for you what you cannot, or if we're really being honest, what we would not do. Thank God, God is merciful For the wages of sin is death, and God has offered the sacrifice. So, if you eat today, thank a farmer. If you live in a free country, thank the founders. And if you are freed from the death penalty of your sin, thank God. Amen.